welcome to Cinema Hangover, where three completely unqualified individuals drink and talk about movies. My name is Shannon. I'm here with my co-hosts, Oliver and Taylor. Yo! Yo. I almost said Oliver and Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) God, two of you? (laughs) Sounds amazing. Uh, And what are we talking about today, Oliver? I just took a sip of wine right as you asked that. I guess that's a good... Spoiler alert to what we're drinking. Yeah, well, since I just referenced what we're drinking, before we talk about the movie, what are we drinking, Taylor? All right, so real quick, we're drinking Francis Coppola Diamond Collection. This is a 2021 Black Label Claret. Well, at least it's a red wine. It's red wine. It is is red. It is. Oh, yeah, it's red. It (laughs) is a Cabernet Sauvignon, and uh, it's mighty tasty. It's pretty good, good. yeah. It's pretty good. And we're talking about... Napoleon, the movie that just came out like a week uh, ago. Yeah, like yeah. a week. Well, and a week ago. A week ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess another spoiler alert. We don't know when this episode is going to come out. It's kind of an extra. So it might not be a week ago yeah. when people are listening to this. I guess That's that fair. is true. So it came out exactly whenever, whenever it came out. It came yeah. out. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this. And right. Napoleon is about, I'm going to read the synopsis. Okay. It is about a look at the military commander's origins and his swift, ruthless climb to emperor viewed through the prism of his addicted, addicted, addictive and often <laughs> volatile relationship with his wife and one true love, Josephine. So that doesn't say it, but it's Napoleon Bonaparte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, this is not like the first time Napoleon's like escapades have been put into film. No, nope. and it's I directed... feel like I have watched a movie and maybe, maybe like a battle scene. Like Waterloo, because that's like a famous one from like the 60s, 70s. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was about Napoleon. There's specifically a battle scene in this movie that I like had deja vu mm. watching. Well, it. I was there's like, I other. Feel like I've watched this before. There's other, other like revolutionary era. Um, yeah, but there's a very specific that... like, and we can get into it later. But there's a very specific scene. Are you talking about Waterloo, where they get into the square formation? Uh, or uh, Oster, Austerlitz, like, Austerlitz? I don't know. I don't know if I've watched those. Okay. Maybe oh. I have. It's like, well, it is when they I get in that formation. Yeah, that is a very famous like formation. The horses yeah. are going around That's a them. famous, yeah, that's a famous formation. It's a like historically accurate yeah. thing. Okay. So yeah. I think that's Maybe probably what movie, you're referencing. Yeah. But yeah, so this movie kind of just like catalogs Napoleon Bonaparte's rise to yeah, emperor, king, and what made him an such infamy. a prominent historical figure. In the yeah, first place, yeah. I will say really quick yeah, before we it. get into anything, mm-hmm. because you did this when we watched Talk to Me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put in a little like uh, trigger warning to anybody that doesn't like seeing animals get hurt. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> holy That's fuck! A good point. This yeah, scene I guess damn. Fucking brutal well, uh, scene. That, that was horses, one of the most brutal. Yeah, I don't think any other animals. No, but, but, but yes. No, I'm not. Like, I'm not discrediting it. Dude, I'm just trying to think it. Like, okay, I, I, I'm just, I don't let, think let's actually touch on that real quick. Yeah. I know this might be skipping ahead a little bit, but I want to touch on uh, something. Not really, because kind of like it is like one of the first scenes. Five minutes in, there is a fucking gnarly ass scene. Okay, five minutes may be an exaggeration, but very early on. It's very early. So in one of the earliest battle sequences in this film when Napoleon's about to get ready to charge in with his men to take over before this fort. He, before he's a lieutenant, before he's anything. Exactly. Like, this yeah. is like right before he gets a promotion. He's on his horse getting ready to charge in and the instant they start galloping, the horse's chest gets blown out by a fucking cannon. Yeah. It is one of the most gruesome horse death scenes I've ever seen. I was like, holy that. shit! Damn! Yeah. And it was so, like, whoever the BFX team did that shit impressive that looked authentic as shit yeah fuck 
That was impressive. That was a damn good shot. It was impressive, but it's also it's like... It's so fucked. So it was, fucked. I was yeah. like, holy... These polar horses. Yeah. I, yeah. And it kind of sets in the reality of, like, the type of war that, like, this is what battles was like. This is what yeah. happened to cavalry. The, you just got uh, obliterated. Oh, and I'll, and I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. Maybe this is probably my unga boonga caveman brain, but like my favorite part, hands down, is the battle scenes. Oh yeah, easily. Well, I agree. I it's agree. Probably, That's like the best part of the entire it's film. Probably the, it's probably the best battle scenes I've ever seen for this era, like ever. I, I, I was about is. to say yeah. like the battle scenes in this are movie riveting. are crazy. They yes. are in that insane. scene specifically. I said that it like it's like five. I feel like it's like five minutes into the movie, <laughs> and it just like sets the tone for the movie. Like, yeah. As and as gory as it is, and as like hard as it is to watch, you just know that these battle scenes are gonna be fucking intense. Well, and that's unlike, what makes it so cool. Yeah, unlike like a predator drone strike, it's like people just like beating the shit, shit out, out of each, each other, other and slicing each other with swords and yeah. using muskets and cannonballs and Dude, like one of my favorite things to it, do oh go ahead oh no I, all i was gonna say is that i it's interesting that you feel like it sets the 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 pace no maybe not the pace the to- word, like the, the tone. tone yeah it's interesting that you feel like it sets the tone for the movie because it's something i want to talk about is i actually feel like oh this that hmm. doesn't this movie doesn't really feel like that first action scene but the, uh, maybe we can talk about that more yeah but yeah. It, but what i what i mean is like you just after watching that you know that the battle scenes are going to yeah. be intense and, it, and if you didn't know anything else maybe, going they're no more, like maybe as gory as that first yeah, scene right. but they are so pretty, pretty gory. They're so pretty gory, and they're fucking Oh, yeah, there's some brutal shit. Yeah, and it's 100%. like, hands-on, like, in, you are in the battle. Like, say, them. for instance, like, another brutal scene is, um, <clears throat> there's a one point where Napoleon is charged with trying to suppress this riot that's happening. Mm-hmm. And he explicitly he, asks if he can handle it his way and not have anyone intervene. Exactly, and they're and, like, sure, fuck it. And he literally gets a, a row of cannons facing a mob of people and says, fire! And it literally obliterates the first line of people and everyone mm-hmm. runs. Yeah. It works, but it's brutal as shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I actually feel like I have quite a bit to say about this movie in general because you're, if you were to listen to just what we're talking about now... It sounds like, holy shit, sounds, this film's epic it, as fuck. Yeah, and I, and I don't want to... But also, it's, it's like... It's, but it's not. It's, it's, the same it's a time. very split-tone film, yeah. I honestly well, that's think. that's why I was saying when I say set I the tone say, for I the say, movie, I mean more so for like the battle scenes. Yeah, yeah. But there's like a huge part of me yeah. that's like, what is this movie even about? And so like, I want to say this. Josephine? I want to get this out yeah, there. Yeah. I want to get this out there before we even continue on this tangent is that this movie is directed by Ridley Scott. So if you know anything about Ridley Scott, you know that he does scale super well. Mm-hmm. He's Alien. really good at like, that's like a bunch of guys like, on a field fighting type of thing. Like he does scale, super good, action, beautiful shots, all those things. Okay, I'm gonna say and something And you also know that he's the king of the director's cut. And so oh. Oh. this movie allegedly is a two hour and 20 minute cut of a four hour movie. Four I kind of want to watch that four hour movie. Four if hour it has movie. more battle Damn. scenes, yes. I think that it feels like a cut down movie. Like watching this. Oh, with some of the editing? Watching this movie, the editing is pretty awkward at times. And it feels like it's a bunch of movies in one movie. And I couldn't really place, like, we should talk, we should elaborate on all this, but, like, I couldn't really place what the intention of so many different moments were because it feels like they're lost in the movie. Yeah. Or they're parts of a different storyline or, or even or something. something else like that just came into mind do you think this would have been better i know this jumped the gun a little bit but do you think this could have been better as a miniseries versus a 
two and a half, like a half. I, I would be interested to see like what the four hour. I want to see like. the four hour. I was just about to say you you touched on it earlier. We don't know when we're going to be releasing this podcast episode, but right. it might be interesting like before we release it to watch the four hour. So cut some distinction and then for just everyone. Kind of like add into this podcast. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, or do, like, another review at like a different yeah. of it. Because I am gen... If anything, this movie left me wanting to watch that cut. It it left me wanting to, like... I forgot, not to spoil I forgot my, that it had a cut, and I'm going to be honest, I was a little disappointed with this movie. Mm-hmm. I but think, now that I remember that there's a four-hour cut... That's probably why they yeah. probably cut out a lot of like the consensus. See, so right now, as of this review, which this could totally change by the time this comes out, but as of right now, it has a fifty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. 59. Wait, critics or audience? I just had fifty-eight, but either way, fifty-nine. I just saw fifty-nine. It literally just jumped up to fifty-nine percent. Right. <laughs> okay. I love being right. <laughs> either way, fifty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it seems like the consensus is that people feel this way like people feel like it's messy and uh a lot of people are pretty pissed off about what they were pitched versus what they actually got as a movie yeah and i will tell you this that if you've seen the trailers for this movie Mm. you will be going in expecting to see this like tyrannical rise of this brilliant horrible tactician that bonaparte was and you'll you expect, and you'll expect all these battles and huge, you know, scale conflicts. Mm-hmm. And I think what you get is a love story, that borderline love story that touches on a couple of those big moments, but kind of to me feels more like it was really just trying to take the piss out of Bonaparte than it was yes! like trying to and it, dude it show feels, it's like a deconstruction of his character I'm like yeah, it's a satire and almost it feel, yeah. it feels like there's a bunch of big pieces missing yeah. and then like yeah. it does jump in time like I do understand that but like you you just miss out on a lot it feels like mm-hmm. like in, important things and that's why it would be interesting to see the four hour cut so one big thing that really stood out to me when watching this film was the stark difference of approach and tonality with the military sequences and the whole situation with Josephine. And I totally yeah. get anyone that has done Sending of Napoleon or knows any aspect of it knows that they, the, the relationship he has with Josephine is an interesting one. It is one that... Nuanced and yeah, complicated. It's, it's an interesting aspect of his biography for sure. And... I honestly need to dive more into the historical accuracy of this film because I, I really want to figure this shit out. Can I ask a question yeah. real quick? Yeah. I don't know much about Napoleon. I don't know much about any history, to be honest. Fine. <laughs> Josephine. Yes. Did she love Napoleon? Uh, I don't know. Because it, it really, depends in on this if movie, you're... doesn't feel like she loved Napoleon up until, the... like, maybe the end. Like, yeah, the way this well, depicts everything. Are you, are you referencing the fact that he's literally a cuck for, like... <laughs> <laughs> a majority of the movie. What does a cuck mean? His wife is fucking another man, and he knows well, about it. Yeah, I mean. Um, but just in general, she doesn't seem like she's into yeah. him. It's, I don't know. It's, it and so feels, I'm like, is that something I, that yeah, was, like, I, real? Or oh, is that just that autistic just like interpretation? Yeah, like, yeah. that way. I, I, I guess I don't that. really know. I know it's a really complicated relationship, and I don't really feel mm. like I'm knowledgeable enough to speak to it. I don't want to, like, misspeak about actual historical events. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say is, as far as what this movie 
presents, it certainly feels like there is love for each other, but it is um, whatever benefits them it's in a, the moment. It's a very conditional and it's, type yeah. of setup. Yeah, and, and I, I wasn't going into this wanting to see like some glorification or glamorization of Napoleon, but I was interested in seeing what made him such a brilliant tactician. Yeah. And kind of what you said, Taylor, is something that was weird to me is that you see snapshots of him being a brilliant tactician, but you never really see get to, like you to never that. get to see, it doesn't reflect how he thinks right. as yeah. a character. Fuck. So he doesn't ah. approach all situations from that mindset. In fact, he only approaches the battlefield from this very smart mindset. Every every time else in the movie, he's kind of a bumbling idiot and for like most of it. And it just makes me beyond strange. frustrated. If that's historically fuck. accurate, then the then I would say, okay, fine. But the way that it's presented feels tonally strange. Yeah, in the movie. yeah. Like I it just doesn't feel like really. There should have been more lead up to, like his, his story and his like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like there's a lot missing in this movie. So one of the things that. I was actually watching this with my uh, good friends uh, while after the film, we were having a discussion about this. My immediate thoughts were comparing it to Oppenheimer because it's another historical biopic that came out this year. That was a mini spoiler, really fucking good. And <laughs> when comparing the structure of both those films and how they handled how to catalog an entire person's life into a two and a half, almost three hour film, the things that well, Oppenheimer's Oppenheimer, over three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. The things that Oppenheimer did that was so effective compared to Napoleon, it's like, what did they do that was different? I think one big thing was with Oppenheimer, they anchored the exploration of Oppenheimer's life around two key events. And it was the uh, uh, Congress hearing and the uh, private hearing that Oppenheimer was having when he was and, being interrogated and stuff. And they centered his entire exploration of his life around yeah, this. Yeah, it, it, like it doesn't anchor. unfold chronologically. It right. kind of jumps back and forth between these two moments. Right, and but, but having those anchors, it allows the, the setup of, okay, we're trying to explore and understand this man's life because the story is presenting this situation and we're trying to understand it for the sake of the story. Yeah. So, okay, this is why. While Napoleon is much more of a typical timeline approach, but there never is that point where it kind of you know anchors the film it feels like it's like meandering a bit and, and i don't kind of hurts i yeah i don't think the chronological aspect of this movie bothered me too much it more so bothered me that i just didn't really understand what the intention was of any of it like well, I, I think and, i'm confused by like what like what the intention and the movie was was it to talk about Napoleon. It seemed like it was to just kind of make fun of him. Yeah. And and I think there's commentary. But so then there's like his love story with Josephine and that's just yeah. like portrayed well, super weird. Like it mm. seems like there's parts of the movie where it seems like that's the main air quotes plot of the movie. I would it's say Joseph it kind of is. Yeah. yeah I, but I, also like I don't know. It becomes and like the primary know, plot of the movie. If you've watched like Ridley Scott's movies you know that he has like very like burning opinions about society and, and like especially like weak male characters and all these different things. Wait, really? Yeah, like the last duel. That's it's entirely about Oh fuck. The last I told, duel I is need entirely about like you haven't watched it? I haven't watched it. Okay, it's I had no idea really it's, that's a great movie. That is a great but movie. Fuck. This that. Maybe movie, that'll be my next pick. This movie feels I I I don't know that I've had quite a frustrating experience in a while like I did with this movie. Uh, not because not like I was angry, but 
I just was like, ended up being so disappointed because there are moments and fairly big moments in this movie that I like adore, that I like love about this movie. Mm-hmm. But there's so much else in this movie that I'm just like confused about and like don't understand what the goal was of, of having it in there. And it really feels like the four hour cut maybe will flesh that out. And for I'm me. hoping so because like I, mm. I agree. Like I, I like a lot of Ridley Scott's movies. Mm. Like I've, I've come to really adore them actually. And so like, I was a little bit disappointed by this movie in that regards, but I do feel like maybe we should give the four hour, take a chance and see mm-hmm. what we feel about that. Well, apparently I'm going to say my unpopular opinion though. Oh, shit. It's not unpopular. We'll see. That's not even what disappointed me the most about this movie. Mm. Walking Phoenix kind of disappointed me in this movie. You know, I'm really? questioning if it's a matter of the de- de- directorial choice of like how he was directed as an actor yeah. as well as the script. Cause he's like, he's a very, like, he's a very good actor and he like gets oh, yeah. into character and he is like, he takes on that role. But like, the thing is, if you lead him in a direction, he'll go there. So like, blah. So I felt the same way, but I, I kind of leaned more into, it was a directorial fault than it was him because yeah. it seems like it feels like to me, walking Phoenix is almost playing two different characters. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's almost like there's some sort of connective tissue that is missing, missing. connecting those two different characters. Like, I absolutely it seemed agree. like he was playing this like kind of bumbling idiot almost mm. character and this like cold, almost stoic. emotionless, yeah. yeah, stoic character. But because there wasn't the connecting tissue, it really felt like kind of just. I won't say a bad performance, but, like, two different characters. It, to me, it felt like a bad performance. Really? And, and maybe you guys are right. Maybe it was, like, the, the direction of whatever. But, like, it just felt like a bad performance. How did you feel about uh, what Christine I feel like Rigby? everyone else Rigby? did a good right? job in I, this uh, movie. You mean Josephine? Josephine, Kristen Rigby. Was it? I thought it was Vanessa Kirby. No, Vanessa Kirby. Yeah, yeah, it is I was going to say it's a Vanessa. Rigby Kirby. Uh, <laughs> I thought she did good. Yeah. I was just like, I, and, and maybe that's my own fault. Like I, I was more excited to see this movie because Joaquin Phoenix was in it. Oh yeah. I think that was like the major pull. Yeah. I think he's, like I said, I think he's a great actor. So I was like excited to see him take on this type of role and see how he did. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it just wasn't what I was expecting. And funny enough, this is not the first time he's done a historical biopic to a degree because he's done Walk the Line, and that was about Johnny Cash. And him and Ridley Scott have worked together before on on Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! He's the Emperor so, in Gladiator. Yeah, and it's funny because right. he plays Fuck. another weak, you know. Well, here's the thing. Fuck. Character. Maybe the more I keep thinking about this film, and the more we talk about, it, the more I'm recognizing how much lost potential I feel this film has. Because mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna compare it to Oppenheimer one more time. So <laughs> This is not the last time. I know, this won't be the last time. So the thing with Oppenheimer is that by the end of that film, you not only got a sense of the character of that man, you got a sense of the struggle that he was facing. Mm-hmm. You understood the complexity and nuances of his character and that he was human. He was someone that was brilliant, but he was also someone that had fallacies. Yeah. But you also could understand the complications behind the, his association with his like his creation or the thing the, the the project he was involved in and understand that it was a complicated situation to be in and you got to see the man behind the scenes the man behind the fame type of deal mm-hmm. with Napoleon 
you don't get that sense of understanding. It, it is seems, much more muddled. It's not even. And, ugh. It, and it seems, it seems a lot more like the the team involved with this. And I think Walking Phoenix too, judging by how he played it, were a lot more interested in not giving Napoleon Bonaparte really anything to like glamorize about. Which uh, it, it oftentimes so seems to be the thing when he's making the fucking movie. Because I I, I kind of feel like it's more of an observation on like the reality the behind. reality behind historical figures that we put like you know pull up and bolster in history. I, it seemed yeah. like to me it was really about cutting this legend, Napoleon Bonaparte, down to size to be like this insecure, yeah. weak um, like use the word cuck, but like actual cuck. Well, that's the thing. Like character that like more so, and what bothered me more so things happened to than he enacted upon himself. Like it seemed yeah. like there were a couple big moments specifically in battle where he made decisions that were strategized in a way that turned the t- tide of a battle. Mm-hmm. But more so, it seemed like other people were kind of doing the things, and maybe that's the whole point. Like other people were kind of enacting all the real change, and he kind of got just bolstered he up. He wasn't by it. the man that orchestrated yeah. his. In, I mean, in the first yeah. battle that we've talked about, the one where his horse gets shot, it's clear that he's like super scared and like shaking. And yes, he's leading his men, but he's like not stoked on it, and doesn't he isn't actually the one that like necessarily does any grand moment he's kind of just there yeah um and it kind of keeps that through the whole thing where even politically other people are kind of the ones making the decisions and he's kind of just following through on it yeah he's not the orchestrator of his the one moment where it seems like he is gonna kind of like pull power is when he goes to i don't know what the french equivalent is but like parliament essentially oh yeah he steps out because they're kind of bad mouthing him and he like demands them to stop talking and demands them to respect him and they all start kicking the shit out of him he runs (laughs) away like a baby you know what i mean and like demands that his soldiers stop them essentially and so i'm not and i guess i'm not saying that that didn't happen and i guess i'm not saying that you know i needed to see him i needed to see napoleon be like brilliant and all these things but there's a reason why he was obviously successful in what he was doing whether even if it was manipulating people yeah. and you don't see that aspect his soldiers in the movie adore him and we don't get to see why, why they, they do yeah. yeah exactly like there's nothing to connect me to him as a character to understand a why he was so successful in anything that he was doing or b why people love him the way that we are told that they do so that and oh. maybe that's the point but it doesn't work for me in that way yeah. I just like I keep coming back to like I feel like there's just, there was just a lot that was trimmed down and I think that yeah I'd be interested to see what the other cut looks like and honestly if the other cut is good and there's a lot of missing pieces that weren't in the theatrical cut Ridley or whatever, Scott I would say that it was stupid for them to release this Ridley Scott has released multiple director's cut which are almost always better than the original but the most glaring example I can think of that I'm hoping is the case with this is he released a movie called Kingdom of Heaven starring Orlando Bloom which wait is that is the one with watching. the uh, that had Edward like, Norton as like the leprosy I think dude? so yeah I can't remember the, all the actors it's been a while yeah. we own it you should watch it anyways mm, yeah. he released it in theaters got destroyed <laughs> got like obliterated people hated it it was confusing it was messy it was just like bad and then he released the director's cut which added on like an extra hour or two onto it and I've seen multiple forums and posts online where Kingdom of Heaven director's cut specifically is like people's favorite Ridley Scott movie of all time. What? And so how that, well, because I just, I think 
there's a lot to be said about movies that get left on the, the cutting room floor. And it Fuck. feels like this could be an example of that, but what a shitty thing to do to release a movie that people not really like, but then immediately out the gate be like, oh, but there's a four-hour cut. Yeah, it, it just it, seems like pointless to even release the cut-down version. And not only that, but if you're dealing with a director that has a history of doing this shit and there's a consistency of quality difference, why the fuck? Who? Hey, who why, the fuck are I you having as the editor? I don't understand why Ridley Scott would even want to do that. Yeah. He he has spoken in interviews about it, and he actually spoke about it in an interview on Napoleon, and I can't remember exactly what it was. Maybe it's worth pulling up at some point. But he basically said something like, the way that he goes into a movie is like, I can't even remember. Like, he views it through the perspective of, like, your average audience member or something and and tries to cut down his movies to an extent that they're, like, more easily consumable. And it's not necessarily how he likes it, but it's, like, the way that he releases his movies. So it's his perception of how he thinks the average audience member will uh, actually be able to And I don't remember if that's exactly it. There is an interview, I encourage everyone to look it up, Mm -hmm. about Napoleon, about this very topic, the director's cut and the director's cut of Napoleon that exists out there. And Mm -hmm. he addresses the whole thing, and he has a term for it and everything, because he does it with all his movies, where he, like, trims them down to be a certain consumable level, basically. Wait, did he do the same thing with Gladiator? Uh, I'm sure he did. I think yeah, there's Gladiator a... Gladiator's pretty long. My whole thing is, and I'm assuming, like, I'm just assuming that the four-hour cut is, like, way better. Mm-hmm. I would hope so. Yeah. So going with that assumption, it just seems like you're doing yourself a disservice by releasing this. I, maybe, like, I don't know. If you're releasing something that you don't think everyone's going to like... I think the key is though is that he know. thinks it, that everyone's gonna like like in that, in the interview. He, so it didn't he seem ma- like... he makes movies that are definitely like I feel like for a certain type of audience. Mm. Like in general, he just makes movies that are for a different t- or a certain type of audience, and it's like you're not gonna please everyone. Mm-hmm. You might as well just put out what you want to put out there. Well, the problem is, I think from a because otherwise you just like ruin it, kind well, of. I think the biggest problem that. He he might have uh, from a if you're thinking from like a distribution like studio standpoint not a lot of people will handle a four-hour movie yeah um, i know that's now, true. Shannon, Shannon would never have gone to napoleon if it was four hours boom exactly and hell it takes a lot to get people to watch yeah. a three-hour movie that's like you gotta have some names in prestige to get people to get in the seats for that one i mean hell oppenheimer most of the and also that. not to mention that most like but not everyone's like that <laughs> But also, a lot of movie theaters just won't carry a four-hour movie and honestly, because it locks up a theater for longer for mm-hmm. less tickets. And so less honestly, money. Yeah. people that are going to see a historical movie like this probably don't care how long it is. I guess my biggest, mm. I guess my yeah. biggest question for this movie is like, I'm genuinely concerned, or not concerned, genuinely curious. Maybe I am concerned actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely curious, like who this movie was for. Because it feels mm. like it's not for historical buffs. Because it's it's from what I understand, it doesn't do much justice. Oh, what I understand. I don't know. Not that things were like completely lied about, but like things were maybe exaggerated or oh, whatever. Um, That's why I can't wait to dive into this. Which seems and weird because Ridley Scott does tend to. He gets the broad like, strokes. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I don't know how much. Apparently, I was reading something. Apparently, there's a like a subreddit direct like 
that's just about Napoleon Bonaparte, and they are losing their fucking mind. <laughs> oh, I would love to like, see that. Not accurate I would love to dive into be like, "Yo, guys, how's this movie?" But, like this yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, so my question is like, who's it for? Because it's obviously not for the history buffs, and then it's obviously not for someone that like really wants to see this like action drama. Oh, who loves like military? Well, I mean, from a military strategy standpoint, it, I mean, the scenes are cool. It but, seems ugh. like it's. I don't really know who it's for. I would revisit this theatrical version. I would revisit only for the action scenes. Yeah. yeah. That's and literally like I would the best probably part tune film. out the rest of it because it's just not that great. But to tune out the rest yeah. of it, you're tuning out for a while. I, for sure. Yeah, it's Holy honestly shit. like... And the visuals are great. I mean, if there's not yeah, action some, scenes, it's a pretty boring movie. Yeah, it's it's pretty boring in and, those in the, in the connective like tissue even, parts. Even the romance isn't like... Riveting, yeah. That's if, the if point, it, though. It's like taking the piss out of Bolt and Napoleon. It's like, like there are a lot know, of like awkward like, moments where you're like, "Why is this happening?" Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah, and I mean, I you so can take many questions. You can take, <laughs> you can take in like the beautiful visuals. Like the camera work is great. The cinematography is great. The costume design is insane. Oh yeah, the sets are crazy. Cool. There's like 200 extras on a field battling each other. Like. The omission of CGI, or at least a lot of CGI, is great. Like, it feels tangible. It feels mm-hmm. awesome. Like, mm-hmm. the battle scenes, I don't give a shit what you do with CGI in the current state. It just will not look as good as having uh, 200 real people actually, mm-hmm. like, you know, battling on a. Oh, field it looks or legit. It, like, it looks awesome. It looks awesome. That's so you can take that. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. take that in. And, and for my review, that is really what sways me into, like, I can't say it's a bad movie because on a technical level, it is. It is really good on a technical level, like yeah. as far as camera work and and you know cinematography and the battle scenes and all those things. It's just it feels like it's there's something missing here. There feels like a lot missing, and and that's why it's like it almost feels and that's I keep going back to like it just seems like stupid to release it because it's like my initial like how I feel about the theatrical version. Again, I'm assuming I won't feel about the director's cut. Mm. Like, I feel like the director's cut will tie everything together, mm-hmm. hopefully, and it'll be a good movie. So it's like, why even release the theatrical cut and ruin it? Because it's like, my rating on that is probably not going to be great. Well, then that begs the question, is there a theatrical cut of this film that could have been done where it could have improved overall experience yes for, for, for me sure. for me yes but it, you have I, to you have he like they needed to pick a direction it was like are we trying to talk about napoleon's like rise to fame or rise to whatever he was i don't even know because i don't even this movie didn't even really fucking answer it <laughs> or are we focused on josephine and his love with josephine I like think what the, is it i think it, the are intention... we trying to focus on both okay well you got to pick one that you're Primarily the, focusing think, I, on and then sprinkle the other one in. Well, which I think the intention Josephine is to make just been commentary. In. I think the intention is to talk about his career through the lens of his relationship with Josephine. So I think like that's <laughs> like you still don't even. I'm not saying it works. I'm just saying I think that is the intention. Like I think the goal is to have them coincide because like as an ex, you know. As an expl- his the entire time he's even in battle, he's writing letters to Josephine, and like mm-hmm. I think, but I you think, barely even see that. Yeah, I think the goal, and again, I'm not defending it. I'm, I'm. It's more like they so get married, like, and he goes to battle immediately afterwards, and she's immediately 
fucking somebody else. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. not to be. There's no like explicit, transition like, but point. There's it's just no like transition. Instant. It's just yeah. like instant. And then it's like. Oh, uh, yeah. There, you don't. Yeah. It's like just, a lack of buildup. There's like, such uh, a lack of buildup. And there's like. And I'm so confused many answers, too. Like, I'm questions. confused too if you like. A big question that I had is like, it's obvious that you're. So maybe you're not supposed to like either Josephine or Napoleon. That. Okay. I, I could get Which that. Which is fine. Which is fine. But. There's a way to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what. What. I guess what I was confused on is like, it felt like at times I was supposed to feel for Josephine or like yeah. Josephine, and yep. I never liked her. I always thought she was kind of a bitch, and that and <laughs> she and, like that's why and I that's asked not to say love him because it's yeah. and, she and I'm didn't not seem and I'm like not saying it. and I'm not saying that wasn't warranted or anything like that. I'm, mm-hmm. But I'm more so just saying like, <laughs> because it seems like there's a lot missing here when you see them get in a relationship it's obviously opportunistic for josephine at first like she talks to her friends about it and mm-hmm. she's asked the question at one point like by her friend i think you know do you fancy him and i don't even think she answers it's and like a roundabout answer yeah. so it seems opportunistic but you don't get any time to really spend with her to like understand what her lot in life is or like understand why she's doing what she's doing instead she is an object in napoleon's life yeah and occasionally I think we are meant to feel for her because he's a monster in a lot of ways. And he's just a f- idiot too, according to this yeah. movie. Um, but I have, I have a hard time feeling for her when like you basically meet her, they get married and she immediately starts cheating on him while he's at war. And it's, it's like, not like, it's not even, it's not even like, it's not even like her r- relationship with this new guy is glamorized where it's like, Oh, right. this is a guy that treats her right. right it's right, like, right. you don't get to see any of the relationship. You just see her kind of immediately in front of Napoleon start cheating on him. It's like, he like left like the next day after they got married. She's well, like, she's, All right, well, got it's him. like, they didn't really know the direction to take with portraying Josephine. Like, and maybe their relationship was complicated. I'm not saying that it wasn't, mm. but it's, it, in a movie like this specifically where there's like other stuff going on, I feel like they needed to take like some type of direction. Are we going to portray Josephine as the victim to Napoleon's bullshit? Or are we going to portray her I don't her think she as... was. I think she but was... I'm... But like yeah. they needed to like pick it. And like, are they going to portray her as that? Are they going to portray her as being oppor- opportunistic? Mm-hmm. I can't even say that word. Mm-hmm. Are we going to portray her as being in love with him? Like, there's like so many different ways that they could have portrayed her, and it seems like they tried to do it, do all of them in one, and it doesn't and work. I mm-hmm. and I felt the same way about Napoleon's characterization yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Like, if if the goal of the movie is to paint Napoleon with this hideous brush that he was, because <clears throat> you know he, in so many ways, yeah, of course he was like a horrible person, and if that's your goal then I'm confused as to why it feels at times like you're trying to glamorize him. Yeah. Very minimally, mind you. And then other times it feels like, okay, this isn't even a real person. Like <laughs> you're, you're making a character, like a caricature yeah. of Napoleon, yeah. which is fine, I guess. But the problem is, is that the trailers for this movie, everything going into this movie leads you to believe that this is like, you know, a biopic about napoleon and all that comes with him and like you know you're gonna see a lot of the action and whatever it might be and instead you go in and all, even all the dialogue that's used and the moments that are used in the trailer mm-hmm. are actually just trimmed down or moments that were actually just kind of making fun of him mm-hmm. and you don't have that context in the badass trailer but in the movie it's clear that like they're not really scott and and everybody behind it isn't really interested 
in giving him any sort of glamorization, except for a couple moments, which feel tonally confused. And the rest of the time, just really, like, make him out to be... A not dumbass. even not even a bad person, but, like, a yeah, a dumbass. Yeah. Because it's one thing if it's, like, you're making a movie about someone that is objectively a bad person. Mm-hmm. Then you can paint them in the light of, like, this is an evil human being. Mm-hmm. But they don't even really paint him as an evil human being. They just kind of paint him as an idiot. Yeah. And I, it seems like... And it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it almost, like... Someone that is able to... To be a military general of that esteem during that era, you have to have some level of competence. Yeah. You have to have some level of intelligence. Yeah. You have to have something going on in your brain. And you unless see moments. They really, unless they really think that he just, like, got lucky and just rose to the top. There's only so many ways you can get lucky. Luck, but like, fucking hell. Yeah. I want to talk about... I think it's the end. I can't even remember what the end scene was. But yeah. the scene where... I guess, like... We probably should talk about the movie a little bit. Well, I don't Basically, know that's Josephine even necessary. Basically, Josephine and like, Napoleon yeah. get married. He goes off to war. They have to get divorced because she can't bear him an heir. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily oh. in that. And he marries somebody else, and she gets pregnant. Just in the movie. Mm. The only reason I'm <laughs> well, saying that... The only like reason the I'm plot, saying... Like, yeah. Just the, movie. the only reason I'm saying that is, what the fuck was up with the end scene where he just, like, brings Josephine the baby? Oh. I think... Does oh, like does oh, he oh. just leave his wife with the baby? No, 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 no. I think no. It's, I think the and goal is like. And she's like, I've like, been waiting for you for so long. And so it seems he's like he's like has her up in this house, and it's like. No, he was just showing her the baby. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah. To me, like to like, me, it feels like a a big intention of this movie as well. Something that we haven't talked about is the power that the media and like public opinion has on people of power like this. Oh yeah, and it's because throughout the whole movie there are like news articles and things that are kind of like basically like exploitation articles about him and Josephine. And I really question how historically accurate those are. I think they're actually, from what I remember reading, like they're, they were in the newspaper a lot. Like I can see that. So, but so it's, it's on one hand, that is actually kind of interesting. Like the power that public perception has on, on people of power. And the newspaper created. What? When was the newspaper created? It's been been around for, I think since the dawn of writing in general, but, Anyways, what I was saying is, like, <laughs> in well, a lot of ways, that's it. interesting to me. And it seems like the reason that they got a divorce, really, yes, he wanted an heir, but he wanted an heir because France wanted an heir. Yeah. And because, like, you know, it seems like they had to get a divorce because this is what... I mean, even when they're getting divorced, they're both obviously, obviously upset about it. Mm-hmm. And... So like he's still it seems he's still in love with Josephine. But whether she was like more of like I mean that that was obvious. He was definitely still in love with her. Yeah. So it's it seems like the whole baby thing is kind of like him I don't know, his love for her never went away and this is what they always wanted, but never could have. Well that's 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 what I'm trying to say. Like he put her up in this house, he's obviously still in love with her. Mm -hmm. She just couldn't bear him a child, so he Mm -hmm. knocked up some other girl. I guess I shouldn't say knocked up some other girl. I mean I mean No, I mean it was technically it was a strategic partnership between Austria and and France. France. And then he just like takes the baby to the his love. Yeah, it's like <laughs> well, one I'd be pissed. Well, one, he keeps saying like Josephine throughout all the letters. He is saying like Josephine's his best friend and confidant. Yeah, and was, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, I think part of it is like you know he's showing his best friend whatever this exactly. Thing. Like, that's why that's why I yeah. interpreted too. Um, and even like their even like their romance is never uh 
romantic like it's like <laughs> that's one way to put it yeah. dude holy it, shit it, i don't we don't need to get too graphic on that, it is it Bleh. serves a purpose in the movie of just Joseph like creating, creating and Joseph, an especially that purpose this whole time josephine is not the purpose <laughs> yo creating dude that. creating an error that dude, is like every and, single time i was just like yo what why 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 it's obviously it's obviously played for comedy like, i mean every dude, single real, time the like, job is not even getting done <laughs> yeah. dude uh, it's like what the fuck <laughs> and not only that but they linger on that shit for like a while yeah one like, too many times yeah i was like bro what are you doing and if this film was edited for a theatrical release what the fuck were they doing they're like yeah. yo this will go get people to see it's like nah dude what are you doing like we gotta we gotta put this because it's like five times it's really just trying to make fun of napoleon yeah like and, those scenes exist to just make napoleon look like a so, blubbering neanderthal no for real and okay so from what i've initially gauged from just the general like memes and also just like feel of historians and just general taste of history there are certain like figures in history like caesar or alexander the great that have this grandiosity to them and then there's napoleon and napoleon is recognized for like the dude did some shit but there's always that undercutting element of like oh yeah he was short and all that jazz even though in reality he was, he was average, size. average height yeah. exactly there's always this undercutting of napoleon to a degree where from the get-go there's always this like jab at him like there's always got a jab and i feel like this film as we've been talking about it it's almost like an extension of that yeah but i get what you're saying where maybe this film is trying to depict that the reality of historical figures that oh hey there's more to it i think not, i do think i i do think that that is at least what the written down objective is is to be <laughs> the like written down objective. That's to fair. Be like, I like that. <laughs> is to I really do feel like it is to like take this character that's gone down in infamy. Yeah. And this character that I shouldn't even say character. This person, this human being, that you know did this incredible, I don't know, tyrannical, but also a good at times thing for France. And tear him down to size and basically be like, no, this is just a normal, this is a, just a normal human being. And in a lot of ways is actually not even a good human being. And he's a worse human being for it. What I think the biggest thing that bothers me about that is I get what the artistic interpretation of it and all that jazz, but it kind of fucks with the whole idea of it being a historical film. Mm-hmm. Because you either go one way or, the, or another. You either go yeah. historically accurate or you satire the shit of it and make it clear from the get-go. To, to draw the comparison again, what I think Oppenheimer did really well that I think this ah. movie could have done <laughs> could have done better is mm. you don't have to... In a, in a movie where you are trying to you know, destroy someone's character or whatever it is or you know, take, take away some of the infamy behind Napoleon, there's a way to do that nuanced. And yes. like have it be where... You can show the objectively smart or whatever powerful things that he did while also in a nuanced way showing what made him a human being and show his flaws and Mm -hmm. show the things that bring him back down to earth with everybody else. Mm -hmm. And you can do that while keeping people entertained, not, you know, being tonally obtrusive or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think Oppenheimer does it well. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Napoleon is like a bull in a china shop and it doesn't like yeah. it doesn't work in the same way. It's it you can you could tell the story of this brilliant tactician that is maybe a moron in his social life or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can tell that story and and have people leaving with the effect that you want, which I think what they want is for you to like think Napoleon doesn't deserve the fame or mm-hmm. something like that. Something along those lines. Or not put him up on a pedestal. But instead 
you leave just confused and kind of frustrated that this movie is is so i don't know messy muddy yeah. you, you, you know it's funny as you made the analogy of like the bullet in china shop it made me think of uh another like analogy that oppenheimer is like when you actually bring a surgeon in in order to like work on an infection on an arm or on a leg and it actually like heals through the leg and it's like good to go while Napoleon's like, okay, we got a saw and we got some whiskey. Sure, Basically, the saw we got. <laughs> what the fuck you doing? That's what. It and feels like. you know, it bothers me because Ridley Scott really does feel like the best director. And even Walking Phoenix, and like all the characters in a way, that that's feel, why I was so excited. It feels it's like Ridley the best director Scott. to it's, tell this story. Like to tell. Last, the last duel is a really good example, and we probably shouldn't talk about it too much if we want to talk about that on the podcast at some point. Yeah, I think we should. But it's a really good example of a movie where all your characters feel like characters, but are all heavily flawed in their own way. Mm. And like, you can tell that story and make it interesting, Mm. and not just, I don't, I don't know, like. I don't know what this movie was. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. And it seems like nobody really was because it's not getting super great reviews. It's not getting scathing reviews, but I it's mean, like... I it's not like... I don't, I, I don't think it's a bad movie. No, I, like you can definitely... It, I, again, going back to it, I feel like you could... It's hard to give this a review when you know that there's a different movie out there. Like, yeah. there's a different... And maybe that like, doesn't improve it at all. Maybe it just I makes know. it worse. It's Justice League all over again. I know. I'm like, assume, I'm <laughs> assuming it it's making it better, but watch Historically, with horrible. Ridley Scott, it does make it better. Who's to say if that's the case here? Who's mm-hmm. to say if... I don't, I don't know. But what I will say is that this movie specifically does feel like a trimmed-down version of something bigger. Like, it feels like... It feels like they trimmed it down, like, five times. You know what's funny? Not even just once. <laughs> I just had the thought of uh, <laughs> the director's cut. It's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna add three more gratuitous scenes. Just that out. I was like, oh, so you added you get the bitch. full scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That was just oh, like, yeah, that's what we're gonna God. add in there. That's what we took out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, well, uh, so one quick thing, because we touched on this a uh, bit, but I want to dive into it a little bit further. When watching Joaquin Phoenix. I can't even talk right now because I'm like... Walking Phoenix. <laughs> Walking Phoenix. <laughs> um, so when watching um, the Phoenix uh, try to, you know, portray, you know, Napoleon and everything for the first 10 to 15 minutes, you're like, all right, I can, we can work, work with this. Okay. He's anxious in battle. Okay. This is a unique take. All right. This is, maybe this might be a curious exploration of the reality of being, a, you know, a leader of battle. Okay. Get it. Then Josephine kicks in. It's like, okay. All right. He, all right. We'll, we'll see where that goes. And there's this, this, like, downward spiral that happens. And I just, like, don't even, even feel like he, like, got into character. Like... Fuck. Well, it's pretty, I, it's, I mean, it's pretty you, funny you, because... You, in all older movies, they have, like, they talk a certain way. Oh, yeah. I don't even know, well, like, old, I was about to say, old it's, English it's or whatever. Funny. And you don't even really see him do that. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny because, like, there's a few different ways that people do, you know, movies that take place in other countries. In oh, different yeah. Languages. And usually it's, like... The most accurate way is you have them speak the actual language that they should be. So, mm-hmm. you know, speaking French. Well, they have the like other way accent. is, like, everybody speaks an, an accent, like yeah. a French accent or whatever. It kind of relays to the audience, like, okay, we're hearing an accent. It should be French, but whatever. The third way 
And what this movie does <laughs> is just be like, hey, everybody just kind of speak how you want to speak. And Walking Phoenix is just talking like Walking Phoenix. The whole yeah. Time. yeah, and that's like, did that was I was like, what? Because that's not. But then the Russians, they talk like that's Russians. Russians. <laughs> yeah. That's not who Walking Phoenix is. He usually like dives into his character, and mm-hmm. I like, obviously maybe it was the director's direction on this, Fuck. but like. Yeah, if he if he had been like maybe you he's just really study, bad at a French accent. You need to study. <laughs> maybe I don't know, but it just was like I was very 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 so very I think I and think then, and the, there's like the part of me that's like that's not gonna go away with the four hour cut. Yeah, so I I I didn't really hate Walking Phoenix's performance as much as you did, but that was kind of with the asterisks that like okay feels like something's kind of missing here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but that's not going to, like, that's not going to get fixed with a four-hour yeah, I think, piece. for me, I think it could. I think it could if there was an obvious trend, like, it was fleshed out an obvious transition between who he is off the battlefield and who he is on the battlefield type of thing. If there's, like, a clear, like, exploration of why he feels like two different people at different times, that would, I think, remedy a lot of that for me. I think that as far as, like, looks and costume design and all those things, like, I think that he is a pretty good Napoleon. I just, <laughs> it just feels like he was, there's two different movies here. I mean, yeah. the okay, love- it's like, almost like they were like, okay, we're rolling. And now you are the dictator, tyrannical emperor of France, uh, leading an army, go. And then he's like this stoic, you know, yeah. cold, whatever. Okay, now you are a bumbling idiot that can't talk to women, go. And it's like, you know, yeah. it's like, and it doesn't feel like the same performance. It feels yeah. like two different things. It doesn't feel like, a emperor that could lead armies that in the privacy of his own home struggled with intimacy or something. It feels like two different people. Like, I mean, the amount of times whenever I see him in scenes with Josephine, I'm like, am I just watching like a part two of the Joker or something? Like, like what the fuck? Like, it's like the reason they hired him is because he can garner that type of character. Mm-hmm. out of him because he's done it before mm-hmm. and i he's get it he's a good, good actor that. he's honestly in my opinion one of the best actors working today oh no i agree yeah. with that he's he's good but this isn't his best performance ever but that's where i'm like okay you can pull good shit out of this guy who the fuck messed up is it the actor i doubt it, it is feels it the like director? it was mm. well, what's like is the, the script what's maybe the ty- what's the name for the type of actor he is method no method Me- actor method, ac- oh. method oh. actor yeah. and that's why i was like so excited for this performance. Yeah. He's like, he's diving into this shit. Let's go. But he didn't. Because most likely he was directed not to. I know. And I, well, and I feel like. It's such a bummer. It's because it doesn't feel like a real person. Yeah. And. It, it, there's no ugh. association that this is a real person. Like. And I don't even mean like real person that lived. I mean like. When you're watching a movie. If someone doesn't make decisions based within their character's reality or mentality. You disassociate from it. Yeah. And. It's really hard to watch somebody be this like respected general mm-hmm. on a battlefield making these super smart strategic decisions and leading hundreds of thousands of people and then quite literally next scene uh making monkey noises in the bedroom and like <laughs> like bumbling around Dude. and like Dude. making unable oh to make eye contact with God. women and like it's it's and with that such a sharp shift. <laughs> yeah. It is like really hard to be like, this is the same person. Is yeah. this Jackal and Hyde? Like, what the fuck is this? At the end of the day, when looking back at this film and trying to get a better sense of, as we've been talking about it, like what's the intention behind it and all that jazz, I really do think, yeah, I agree. Like the portrayal of Napoleon and creating this caricature, fuck, 
it just feels like there was a missed opportunity to really showcase something fascinating. Okay, if you had the battle sequences built upon some damn good drama, you can make the romance between Napoleon and Josephine effective, but make it like a good drama like they did with the Oppenheimer. I'm sorry. It, I have to keep comparing it because it's a, it's a prime comparison. In the same year, we have solid historical biopics. One did it right, and the other one fucked up. Except... Didn't the last duel come out this year? No. No, it came out last year. Last year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely last year. Maybe even the year before. I can't quite remember. Yeah. But, but I'm just saying, it's just when you see how well it could be done, and then you see how it could be shot the fuck up, it's, it kind of creates this sense of, like, what happened. But it also had, like, I as much as we're bagging on it, I also just have to throw out there that it has, like, the best battle scenes that I've, like, oh, ever no, I, seen. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. The battle scenes film. are good. Like, if that was maintained, then the drama in between was, like, like, built up, it would so, be sweet. because of the technical aspects and the thrilling battle scenes, and there's, like, three of them. Yes, three big um, ones, yeah. Because of that, and because of how it's, you know, the technical aspects, I just, I have a hard time, like, really dunking on it, because I, like, when I think <laughs> on it, I'm quite literally like i'm in awe of how they achieved some of the battle scenes it's yes. really in, insane but the it's sad like thing in is crazy. if it wasn't for the battle scenes this entire film would just be shot mm -hmm. this the battle scenes like raise the review for me by like probably two stars almost damn like i mean fair i get it like it's i would it's, be yeah. and I also maybe i'd feel differently if i watched the four-hour cut and that sucked mm. i part of me is like holding out hope that the four-hour cut will redeem it I don't there's know. There's an extra battle. Fuck, I know. Because it seems like there's a That'd lot. Cool. It cool, seems yeah. like there's a lot here that could be, like, or is good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's a. I can't help but be bummed at the very end where you get to see all of these battles that happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at the list happen, and I'm like, wow, I only got to see three of these. There's like six or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. Wait, I want to see. I want to see more. I want to see more, more yeah, of those I battles. Yeah, I guess that is true. I didn't even think about that aspect. Well, I get. Uh, when thinking about, and I want to hear what <clears throat> historians will have to say about this film and seeing what aspects were good and which aspects were inaccurate, especially the military battles. Because any time a film depicts depicts military battles, it's always fascinating hearing what historians say. Is like, okay, this is bullshit. This is Hollywood. Versus, as more modern films come out, it's like, oh, hey, they're actually catching on. This is good shit. I want and to I feel like this film is definitely It's funny cuz it's if the intention was for me to like leave this thinking Napoleon was an idiot and that <laughs> and that he and that he sucked as like a you know mentally or whatever you want to say cuz obviously he sucked <laughs> other ways uh if that was the intention I'm sorry I love that that's so funny guys. it's all like he sucked mean? mentally I'm trying to like, I was trying fuck? I was going to say sucked as a person but it's like obviously he sucked as a person but Sucks if that was if that was the intention, <laughs> I left. I left. I left. I left this movie. If anything, I left wanting to research more about him because I'm yeah. like, I was like, that can't be right. Yeah, like, no, he couldn't be be that dumb, right? And maybe he is. I don't know. But I left the movie being like, huh? If you if you wanted me to take this as gospel about Napoleon, you sure fucked up because <laughs> I like now I'm like. Hmm, maybe I should learn more about him. I absolutely I, agree. Like, like, if you wanted to discourage the fame or infamy of this character, you fucked up. Yeah, you definitely fucked shit. up. Because Oppenheimer, as we've compared this whole time, I'm like, oh, wow, that, that was a sprawling character study, and I feel like I've left having a better idea of the nuances of this character. Napoleon, I'm like, wow, 
you fucking hate this guy. That's fine. <laughs> but I maybe I kind of want to know what actually happened. Exactly. Or this and I'm not exactly saying that I'm not saying yeah. that's not accurate. I'm just saying it doesn't feel accurate in how it's presented. Mm-hmm. It feels very biased. Maybe I kind of want to dive into this it. like a Napoleon subreddit to see what the fuck they're saying. Yeah. This sounds hilarious. Well, obviously, <laughs> I almost feel like we should like watch the director's cut. And oh yeah. Maybe dive into some Reddit things and oh, yeah, yeah. revisit this. Oh dude, I'm be gonna be researching the fuck out of this. I'm gonna like yeah. be like a mini like Napoleon expert. Well, be we've like, talked. Hey. We've <laughs> talked about. We've talked. Well, he did a ton. Yeah, he did a ton. It's pretty crazy, but I don't know anything about we, him. We, you know, we've talked about. I mean, dude tried, built like an empire. This movie a like bit, and tried. obviously he's gotten no, pretty scathing like reviews. So I don't think we need to talk about like if the hype is deserved because it's not really getting a lot of hype. Well, okay, so initially, well, when I the, think maybe it was getting hype, and well, yeah, I, think I mean, the hype was really deserved. So when the trailer came out for this, this is like about a few months ago, and this is right after Oppenheimer. Um, it looked legit. Every, every benchmark in life is before or after <laughs> yeah. Oppenheimer. Hey, that was, that was, that was B-O or A-O. We've, before we've Oppenheimer done, or after Oppenheimer. We've done the episode on Saving Private Ryan. The, so new, new, the new effect Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's a new big one now. What analogy can it make to Oppenheimer? Okay, guys, start counting how many times Taylor says Oppenheimer. That's a shot counter right there. Um, but no, like for real, like once the trailer came out, it looked fascinating. It was like, okay, this is going to be historical battle sequences that's going to be at a big Hollywood. It misled like, you into the theater for sure. Motherfuckers, it did. Yeah. And I thought the whole thing when Josephine's like, oh, okay, they're going to explore that. That's going to be pretty legit. All right. Cool to see like that explored from like a. I didn't, cool I don't standpoint. mind the idea. I don't mind the concept of exploring yeah. his, so his growth like through Josephine. It's just execution was sucking. So what like, the fuck? It's funny because when I watched the trailer, I think probably everyone had like different perceptions of it. Mm. I almost, and maybe this is because I don't know anything about Napoleon, mm. but I almost thought that like Josephine was going to be portrayed as like the strong one in the relationship. It and, certainly like, he, felt that way. Well, and he, how the trailer me, went. Yeah. And let me like explain a little bit. And like Napoleon was like kind of weak and self-confident or self conscious conscious and that she was kind of like driving him to make decisions yeah like, like she I was like the, that that like the was influential gonna, figure yeah in the background. like he'd yeah. be going home and she'd be like oh like you're nothing without me you need yeah. to do this this is like, what you're she was the do. one that actually convinced him to be emperor or that's, something like that yeah, yeah that's what it made it in my perception or perspective that's what it made it seem like yeah yeah so it seemed like all that, of us like, was in the same it. And, no, and I honestly, <clears throat> and the whole like scene where she's like, "You are nothing." I just like didn't even understand that. I didn't either. It, it felt was... very strange. It was because mm. he said it at first, like, "You're nothing without me," and, and she, was, she crying. was crying. And then all of a sudden, she's like, "You're nothing without Satan," me. and she's like, "You're nothing without." And me. says basically uh, verbatim what he said, like, and then and he's, he's crying. crying. Yeah, it was, and like, it was so. Did he start doing monkey noises at that point no, too? He didn't. <laughs> I it just felt very. I was also. I'm glad yeah. you pointed that scene out. And not that we have to dive into it, but I also found that like confusing. Conf- actually confusing because like, it was uh, in the trailer. I, well, part of it was. Part of it was. Yeah, the dialogue of it. Her part was in the trailer where she's like, "You're nothing without me." So you're led to believe that she's like, she, she's the puppet master, kind of like pulling the strings. And you don't get to, and you don't. See, and that was not it at all. You right. don't see how he is nothing without her in this movie. Either. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If Thank anything, you. you see how he is doing everything without, without her. her. Yeah. And he just like pops so, up like, hey, I'm here. Uh, yeah. It's so bad. Fuck. Sorry, see, it's bad. Uh, I, uh, 
I have a hard time saying it's bad. It's I'm probably going to be the one. Like half of the movie. I'll probably be the contrarian to this whole Actually, thing. But his his way to like it's think about it. It's a beautifully shot movie. Like the the halfway he's a military general is good. Yeah. The halfway it's involving his relationship with Josephine is executed poorly. Yeah. It's executed poorly. Yeah. yeah Th- that's, that's what like the a problem good way is. To put it's like fifty percent it. in the film they is good. They should just cut the whole Josephine shit out. Fifty percent is good. 25% is just kind of boring and feels messy, and then 25, 25% is just not good. Yeah. You know? That's, yeah. That's probably how I would rate it. There's like 75% of this movie is redeemable and good for the most part, and then 25% is just like kind of objectively not That's good. That's 25% it's a bitch. I just really <laughs> want to know what everyone's going to rate this. Mm. Yeah, I mean, one Taylor. of our... Okay. <laughs> right. I just I, I think I'll know. have the highest review rating so potentially. Too. Yeah, yeah. I'm All just right. like so curious. Not that I'm like trying to. I wrap just geek it up, out over technical like... stuff. I think about how much it takes to get like no, two hundred sure. people and on a field, like, and I'm like, God, that's so and that, crazy. And like, I think like what you said, Taylor, is like they a shot underwater as people fell through ice. Yeah, and, like, when it's, it's Napoleon <laughs> being the dictator and like whatever he is, I don't even fucking know because it just went right over my head. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Yeah. it's an entertaining. That's the movie. film everybody wanted to it, see. It still yeah. feels like there's missing pieces, but mm-hmm. the only reason for that is because they're sprinkling in these Josephine pieces. Fuck. And it's like, if you had taken the Josephine piece out and just focused on Napoleon, I think this would have been an amazing. This would have been movie. an epic ass film. Like, like oh. you said, like they film people going like falling through ice, and it's like. It's so crazy. It looks so real. You have 200 yeah. people on well, the... Well, it is real. I don't even think 200 Maybe people... Maybe not the are... ice, but it's, like, actually people falling no, in water. No, for sure. Yeah. It seemed like more than 200 people on a field, like, fighting yeah, yeah. towards each other. Yeah, and that yeah. was, like, bizarre. You, like, see them running towards each other, like, in battle. There's explosions My heart going started... Be- during Austerlitz, like, the ice me, scene, my heart was, like, beating. It was badass. I was like, this is crazy. I was dude. watching that, and I was, like, grinning ear to ear, and I was like... It was like checking every box for me during that. And me then it, you know, of the 1917 to... scene. Yeah. When they're running through, like when he's running through battle and they're yeah. like, everyone's just falling, there's explosions and it feels real. You feel like you're in there. Yeah. And you get that in this movie. Mm-hmm. But then you get whatever that bullshit was. Yeah. <laughs> whatever that bullshit was. And it ruins was. it. It does. It so, fucks it up. All right. Fucks Taylor. up momentum. Okay. So, as we mentioned already, um, with this film, the battle sequences are fantastic. I wouldn't be surprised if, as it goes down in cinematic history, as like one of the best, well portrayed historical battle sequences of all time. That's crazy. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it stands out. It's like I don't this even is know if portrayal. it will though, because no, no I think no, it will. I think like, those in scenes terms of the will. scenes by themselves, yes. I but bet you. Do you think I people recognize you... movies just based yes. off of scenes? Oh though? fuck yeah! I oh fuck you, yeah! hundred percent. Oh, yeah. I bet I would. I would wager. Give it five years, maybe less, maybe yeah. more. This, the clips of the war scenes mm-hmm. in this movie will be like millions of views on YouTube. Like people yep. will yep. just eat that yeah. up. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, look, yeah. absolutely agree. It is that, and I would rewatch them again. Like, yeah, no, those, same here. Those are great. That is, right now, that is why I would revisit this, the, mm-hmm. like yeah. the three like, theatrical I, I want to hear this. historians like break apart every little snippet of those scenes and talk about, oh mm-hmm. yeah, this equipment, this formation, the uniforms, this general, like it's fun seeing that. Yeah. And like, and uh, like, associated with the scenes because it's this what adds to the experience it's so good that's the part i, l- I really appreciate about this film yeah. mm-hmm. everything else <laughs> for <laughs> fuck's <laughs> sake what were you doing 
either it was the editing, the scripting, the directing, whatever the fuck. I need to sit Who, down with somebody. Someone the same fucked team up. behind this, for the most part, was behind Last Duel. So that's interesting. Yeah, David it's Scarpa. Very, yeah, it's Who very fucked up? Weird. Oh, we need sorry. to know. <laughs> All right. Seems like, yeah. I get it. Once we see the directorial cut, it will most likely change our opinions. Hopefully. Hopefully. But <laughs> right now, it feels like there was a lot of potential left behind. It is disappointing because it feels very awkward, jagged, ineffective, and it seems like you're trying to create a character of, a, of this historical figure, and I get it, artistic interpretation, but at the same time, execution's important, and I feel like it fucked up. Yeah. So, trying to balance out the recognition it's of hard. the technical capacity, but the execution of the drama being fucked up, it's three. Middle of the road. Okay, yeah. So, I'll just go into mine since I think Oliver wants to save his for last. Fair, fair. <laughs> I agree with you. I think it's like with movies like this, it's very, very hard for me to mm. like rate it because like how I feel about the movie is probably a pretty low rating. Like it's <laughs> probably like a two. Oh wow. shit! That's crazy. damn. And that's just like that's, how, that's, that's, that's how I feel. That's insane to me. That's how I feel about the movie, but it it is shitty when there's like good scenes like amazing scenes yeah no, i wouldn't even say good like yeah amazing, amazing. Yeah. and it's like you look at it from a technical standpoint and it's like you are in awe by it because it's like holy shit how the fuck do they do this yeah. and so yeah it just makes it hard to rate it but i think that i'm like on the same page with you because I, I i can't give it a two because of that like mm -hmm. it is a there are amazing parts of this movie yeah so i think a three is probably where I'm at as well. Yeah, so I'm really not far off from you guys, yeah. actually. I'm, I, like I'm kind of back and forth on a three and a three and a half. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, um, okay. I kind of feel like I will sink into three and a half, but there's almost like a half star rating that could go in either direction, depending on the, I, the director's uh, There's part of me that would just like, I if the I directors give it a 2.75. <laughs> if, if I almost feel like, and this is probably shitty, but I almost feel like if the director's cut does everything that I hope that it will do, it would be like a four-star movie. Yeah. But if that. the director's cut doesn't add anything, then it I'm like, to it goes to a three or something. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? The, like, the director's like, cut could really like make, or break, make or break this movie. I mean, Which I is a shitty thing to, it's, it's really shitty to even tell people that that's the case like it's uh, yeah yeah it's shitty to out the gate while your movie's in theaters and i i don't know really he actually i think he just had his like 86 well, birthday by the time we release he's 86 by the time we release this, this yeah. it might not even be in theaters so yeah. 86 something like that yeah, anyways damn. he's old but old. he's old which i appreciate him because he has a very forward-thinking mind always has yeah oh yeah alien his like magnum opus and a lot of people concerned is as far as a lot of people Wait, concerned did is, he do blade runner yep Oh shit! Did, he, uh, he did both. Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. He did. He's always Last been stool, which are very like forward thinking. Like yeah, yeah. Is he? I don't want to say feminist, but like progressive. Uh, uh, I would say Thelma and Louise is a feminist movie I through the perspective of a like as much as a a male could Sorry. make a so which is like movie. normally that's like. Set that is setting somebody up for failure. I'm like ready to fucking in a, in <laughs> dive in on them. But Thelma Louise like the quintessential like he feminist. Does so, uh, in many well, ways, he does such a good job. Like if somebody was to tell me that like a male directed that, I wouldn't have believed them. Oh, and sure. men, I, I mean, Alien. Same is, with La I mean, Last Duel is kind of Alien. Alien. Alien centers around a female main protagonist yeah. that kicks ass, ass more than shit. any male. Yo, I would love Stop. to meet Ridley Scott. 
And he sounds know. like a cool dude. Apparent, yeah, apparently he's like a dictator on set. Just munching on cigars and whatever, but anyways, I mean, is he considered on the same echelon as like Martin Scorsese? I mean, yeah, I would say once different. Get, but once you get older, like what else? You is don't there get to fucked. Do? You just gotta smoke some cigars and be grumpy. Yeah, once you get older, you don't probably. get fucked. Yeah, probably you get that prestige behind yeah. you, like yeah, I can do what I want. He's earned it. Well, that was Napoleon. Yeah, <laughs> no. I feel like it was like shitting on Napoleon. I mean, to a degree. I mean, we had to recognize where it worked and where it didn't. And dear God, there are parts where it just didn't. I really yeah. think we should revisit it. And we don't have to do like a full episode. Yeah, we could do like a special episode. A special like just to kind of see We've what we think about of extra the directors. Mm-hmm. The director's cut. Yeah. Because I'm really well, hoping. Second round. I, I don't think I don't think it'll ever be a five-star movie. No. And no, I think a lot of that has I'm... to do with like, there was just a weird direction That's where I sit with, with it. Movie. I feel like it could move in about a half star in either yeah. direction. Yeah. It could what, move. It I think could it move. could be like a four star. What would happen if the director's cut was that good that it made it four and a half? It could be. I just don't think it will ever be a five star movie for right. me. Right. Yeah. No, that's fair. No, I don't think I mean, so either. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix's performance has a big part to do with that. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. That, we'll alone, that alone, I don't think it could be a five star movie. We Which shall... sucks because I love him. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. We will see you guys again on this movie. That's true. All right, so maybe talk to you guys again about. Who this Who knows movie? when that'll happen? I think we should. Possibly. I agree. Depends on when it comes out. I guess. I'll make sure it happens. All right. Also, quick note: when it comes on drink counter, I think we'll all still on a first. But wait, no. No, me that. and you poured a second one. But I have a huge. Oh, glass. I, I did pour Oliver a huge glass plus and these I've got glasses. A bigger glass. These glasses are actually smaller than like a normal wine glass. Uh, I think that, that I, I think that if anything, we are all at the same amount because mine was a. Thick boy glass. Yeah. Oh and my god, it was thick. Yeah, I always so. get like confused with those glasses because like I'm pouring it from above and it uh-huh. looks like there's nothing in it, and but then, then I look at it and I'm like, like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, I had a goblet of wine. Yeah, over you here. Did. that's why I was like, I poured it for Oliver, and I was like, if you need me to help you, I will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't need help. Well, Hi. that was a big glass. Fair enough. All right, well, time to shut this down. All right, thank you very much for listening, folks. Bye. All right, everyone. See ya. Cheers. Bye. Hey, everyone. If you want more Cinema Hangover, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We also post episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. If you have any movie suggestions or questions, drop a comment on any of our social medias. Also, if you have any drink recommendations, be sure to let us know. And again, thank you for listening.